what it is how's it going everybody today we're gonna be talking about the witcher season two hitting the netflix uh internet webs or internet you know what i'm trying to say anyway we're gonna talk about all the stuff we're gonna talk about the witchers the magic the mayhem the monsters all that good stuff so if you want to hear what we have to say tune on in and listen to the first ones to die Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome to the first post. <laughs> Are you starting a choir or something? I don't know. That was okay. Very, We're recording I mean, later than normal in the evening. So things happen after 8 p.m. And y'all are just going to have to deal with it because it is a new year. This is our first episode of 2022. No, Welcome. How y'all doing? Te- technically, technically no. This is our first episode that we're recording in 2022. How y'all okay, doing? That's, fa- that's, that's true. That one's fair. That one's, <laughs> that's, a fair that one's more true. <laughs> that one's yeah. No, that one's correct. Uh, I'm doing good. I've been working. Got to actually restart my book that I've been wanting to write for a while. A little fantasy novel that I've been working on for like years and kind of been falling in and out of it and now i've actually created a structure for it so i'm really excited for that and i told you guys previously i downloaded the sonic game mega sonic on my switch which i have been playing non-stop anytime i'm just in my bed i'll play and i remember how addicted i was as a kid to that and then it just reminded me of like the sega games with the cassettes and mm-hmm. then i felt old for a while and that's, that's, that's been my month of January. <laughs> Feeling old because I keep playing old games that I used to play as a kid, but they're just so much fun. How about you guys? Jerome, what are you doing? Pay attention. I'm currently <laughs> looking up Megasonic because I was like, I want to see it because I've been actually charging Shit. up my Nintendo right. Switch Lite. <laughs> so much fun. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, I've been uh, decorating the apartment, getting that set- sorted up, and then... Um, been uh watching uh search party i binged the whole series of search party uh it's very funny um i never i haven't watched a dark comedy series in a minute so that was actually nice like change of pace also been, i've been watching a lot of series actually i've been keeping up with uh peacemaker been keeping up with the book of boba fett um which has been a slog in and of itself <laughs> um and then uh, also, of course, watching Euphoria, loving Euphoria season two so far. Can't wait to see how it ends. Um, so yeah, been just like watching a lot of stuff. Oh, I've also watched um, What We Do in the Shadows. It's on Hulu. Like my sister reintroduced. It- I like seen it. Uh, my sister introduced me to it. It's a comedy show about like a docu. It's like a fake documentary series where they follow around vampires. And I ended mm-hmm. up loving it it's stupid don't get me wrong it is a stupid show and it's just yeah have you seen the, yeah have you seen the movie yeah i recently just watched a movie mm-hmm. i like the show so much better than the movie because the vampires are just dumber in the show but i like it's such a weirdly enjoyable show but anyway what about you jonathan what are you doing or watching or what's going on with you yeah so i told you guys both earlier today that a couple hours ago, I got my 
car back from the shop. Uh, my child is finally back in my arms. Um, and so I'm, I'm happy for those for context car. for those who are just tuning in for the first time. He means his dog. He's not talking about. <laughs> Not talking about an actual child. Nobody on this podcast has children. Hey, <laughs> that's my son there. Okay, real children, <laughs> not fur I children. Those are two different car, things. I said my car, not my dog. Are you referring yeah. to your car as your child? Yeah. Yeah. If, if you going to hurt your dog's feelings? You want to hurt Gibson's feelings like that? Do you, wait a minute, do you like refer that? to your car as your baby either, Jerome? Because I do. No. No, my car is like my vehicle. <laughs> my car is my baby. His name is Brad. Well, I don't have a name for my car, but <laughs> otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, I'm, ha- I'm happy to have it back in my possession. Um, also, uh, you know, just been doing the normal thing, working, um, and some of the things I've been watching. Also, Euphoria. I've been enjoying this season a lot. It's very intense. Um, a lot of, uh, lot of, also a lot of just, just male genitalia in Euphoria this ma- season. Yeah, like seriously, lot, like, it is, it has become like a problem. Every episode, <laughs> like every episode I, has at least had at least more than five shots of some dude's junk. Is it's really weird. Well, that's that's a lot of people have been saying. You know, that's the. All bit is it's a little excessive, but it's the equality. I mean, like Euphoria has always had that equality, though. In the first season, there's a whole uh, rant in the beginning of one episode about like dick pics and, and the art of doing it, and they are not shameful to not show you a bunch of pictures of a bunch of guys guys penises. So they've always been equal opportunity, but this year it's just like they were on a mission. <laughs> to, to, to I have yet sure to watch see season more two. More than you do boobs in this show. <laughs> I have yet to see season two of Euphoria. So ha- going into now this with that knowledge, <laughs> I you're gonna have a counter now. I just don't know, like, <laughs> if I want to watch season two now, if I'm gonna be hit with that, be like, oh. I mean, as long as Sydney Sweeney stays on the cast, I guess they'll balance out because that <laughs> they, she is not ashamed to like uh, have a scene with her top off. Like, <laughs> I don't know how to feel about any of that. <laughs> and I think we should move on to the actual topic of this episode. We'll move on. Uh, anyway, yeah. on we got to a show note. that refuses to have any more nudity. Uh, <laughs> the Witcher season two on Netflix starring Hen- Henry Cavill. Uh, season two was released in December. And I guess I'll go into the intro. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, go ahead. The concept. <laughs> <laughs> what is The Witcher? It's, uh, it's set in a fictional medieval-inspired landmass known as the continent. It explores the legend of, and I'm not. I'm gonna Geralt of Rivia. These names. It's Geralt. All right. Geralt it's just of Geralt. Rivia. Yes. It's not Geralt. It's not Gerald. It's it's Geralt. Garrett. The hard G. Geralt of Rivia uh, and Princess Ciri. Who are linked to each other by destiny. Stars Henry Cavill, Freya Allen, and Anya Chalor Chalortra. Chalortra. I think uh, it's Chalotra. 
Chalotra. I think it's like how it's pronounced is Chalotra. Really, really quick. Jerome, you know when you do stuff like that about how things are pronounced, it makes me want to like say things incorrectly. (laughs) But because I really like this show, I don't want to pronounce their names incorrectly. So now I feel like I'm at an impasse of what (laughs) how I will pronounce people's names. Listen, but you know, that- I know how to say other these characters' names because I do enjoy do the you? show. So if you hear me say something <laughs> wrong, it's solely on the basis just to annoy Jerome. <laughs> I don't think you do. I think you're just lying. Cover up. Who knows? Now, 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 nobody's gonna know. Now, nobody's gonna know. Um, nobody's gonna know. They're nobody's gonna, gonna know. know. Now, Jonathan, I like me. I know Alex has seen season one. Did you get a chance to see season one before you got into? Oh season yeah, you two? had an explanation for us. So, I watched the 15 minute season one recap on YouTube, Netflix's YouTube. For and shame. I am not, uh, no, no, I am not ashamed at you all. Should because be. I, you should yep. be. I procrastinated <laughs> watching this series so much because. How? I'm we had, just, like, not only did it come out way before. I knew you were going to say this too. I knew you were going to say this. This is how, this is the predictability. <laughs> I knew Jerome was going to come at me with the, we had a month, we were off for a month. The reason I did not, the reason I procrastinated watching this show is because one, over winter and over like our break period, there were things that I was more interested in watching. And if I had the opportunity to delay watching this as long as I could, then I would do that. And so I did that. And I am just not, I am, how do I say this? I am not a fantasy person. Um, Famously, a lot of the fantasy titles, even the popular ones, I have not uh, seen. If I have seen them, I haven't enjoyed them as much as everyone else. So. (laughs) Yeah, I've actually noticed that about you. Because during like Christmas time when I was trying to pick out, uh, I was looking for like a book to gift you. Uh, I was like, I saw all these interesting books and I was like, wait, no, he doesn't like fantasy. He's never talked to me about a fantasy book. I'm like, I don't think I actually came to that realization in December. I don't think he likes fantasy. It's just so not my genre books or, or movies or TV. Um, that being said, this, this held my interest enough, but I feel like if I actually enjoyed the fantasy genre as a whole, I would have enjoyed it a lot more. Let me ask you this question. This is for you and Alex. Um, Were you lost at any point during the show? Um, And the reason I asked, that's because the complaint that I've been seeing coming out of this season compared to season one is how much more – because for those who don't know, The Witcher – while there is a video game version of The Witcher, um, the show is more based off the original books – and so there's a lot of lore, a lot of backstory, a lot of characters that come in and out. Um, and because they got a season two, they were like, all right, well, now we know people like the show. We're just going to go all in and just have like a bunch of characters and, and things and references to the overarching like world that even some of it we've seen and some of it we have not seen yet. Um, and so uh, the complaint I've been seeing uh, from uh, a few people watching the seasons, they're like, we like it, but it's a bit dense with lore information. And I and I got lost a couple of times because I didn't know what they were talking about. 
They yeah, they do do that. They put in like some of the lore of like the lore of the land where it gets a little bit heavy, and they'll they'll just have these discussions, and they're like, oh yeah, you know the like the deathless mother, one of the first things the witchers have ever fought, and be like. No, I didn't. I didn't know that. No, I don't know why it's so serious to you guys. <laughs> Got really intense without the backstory. Um, I think there were parts where it could have had like at least a flashback of like the myth story they were trying to per- portray, especially like the elven part where spoiler. There's a part where a full blown elf is born, and it's like a big deal. But as a viewer, I didn't know it was that big of a deal. Because in season one, there were elves or people, characters that were portrayed as elves. And I was not aware that they were only like half elf or part elf. So, yeah, that part I was like a little like confused at when they made it such a big deal. Well, they they said it in the season where they were like the first elf born baby. That's like natural birth is what they is. Uh, they made that a big deal. Yeah, I did. I guess I just like didn't hear that part or like. It didn't stay in my mind. I was just confused to like, well, there were elves. There's already elves around. I um, I was uh, at times. Yes, um, I feel like overall the story. Uh, there was the overarching story, but then the individual like relationships and where people belong. Um, that's what gets me sometimes. Uh, like knowing which people belong to which groups that sometimes gets me. Um, But I also did my post-show, a little bit of post-show research in um, diving into that a little bit to try to be a little bit more prepared. Yeah, I, I wasn't lost, but I think it's just because I'm so used to like D and D, where a lot of there's there's so much going on Nerd. in D and D, so you kind of just like <laughs> accept whatever you can say what you want. You're the one who keeps asking <laughs> to play it. All right, look, the point is, <laughs> I told Lord, I'm like, I do want to play it, but every time I bring it up to you, I can't help but like tease you a bit, and then it's like, well, I'm not getting anywhere <laughs> with this. Probably not gonna play it, and if I do play it, I'd probably be such a mean person. Um, but go on, sorry. Go but on. um, but it it is like, uh, but because I'm used to playing D and D, a lot of D and D, um, is just like accepting things and just being like, oh, that's the backs, like, oh, you've not heard of this thing, you've not heard of, uh, you know, Lancelot, the witch from whatever, whatever, and you're like, no. And like, well, let me tell you, it's actually the, and you're like, all right, I guess this is a character now that exists. I, I didn't know, <laughs> I didn't know that, but I guess I'm going to roll with it. And that's a lot of D&D. So I was, I kind of took it that way where they they would mention things that I'm like, I've never heard of that. But if you're saying, you're, with the confidence you're saying it with, I'm just going to assume it's something we should be concerned about and keep it rolling. Because if I harped on every single small detail about something that happened that one time i'd i'd be lost now granted the one that i i uh was uh talking to al about this because al's a huge witcher fan and uh and so is his uh and so is chandra too but um there uh there's one point where uh they talk about the wild hunt and uh anybody who's played the witcher 3 the wild hunt knows what that is and I've played that game. So when they mentioned the wild hunt, I was like Captain America in that meme where I was like, I got that reference. I know that one. That one. <laughs> like, I got it. No information needed. 
Got it. <laughs> I love those moments when you have where you're just like, oh, I know what they, I know what's going on. I'm super aware. And just like, even though it's, it's it could be a smaller detail or something or something bigger. Like I, I recall the wild hunt is a very big deal. It's just, I love those moments where you're like, yes, I'm so aware and I'm so in touch with this show now. <laughs> even though um, that was in the last episode. Uh, well, they mentioned, Are, yeah, because they mentioned it, I think, even in the first season, but like in passing, it wasn't like an important thing. They were just like, the wild hunt's coming. And I was like, oh, hey, wild hunt reference. <laughs> but it was like not important. Um, yeah. I guess we kind of oh, went but, our, by the way, in, our, our individual. I, Thoughts. Yeah, so general are thoughts. You set up, are you going to set up the form? I was just about to say, I was like, maybe we should clarify to people, we are going to spoil this show. So, oh, <laughs> but yeah. to be fair, it came out in December. All the episodes are out. So, uh, if you it. haven't seen it already, uh, pause this, go watch the rest of the season if you Don't haven't finished it back. or if you haven't started it, uh, and then come on back and listen to our thoughts on the spoiler stuff. But we're about to go into spoilers, talking about the whole show in detail. Uh, I'll start, I guess, and uh, I I actually really enjoyed this season. Um, although my only criticism of this season is normally when you watch a TV show, there is like a this is what this season's about. Like like the first season is all about Geralt. Um, yeah, well, it really is like a series of short stories, but it's mostly Geralt. Like he meets Yennefer, he falls in love with her, he's trying to like you know, make that relationship work. And in the meantime, Siri, who more or less is the main character of the Witcher stories is like trying to escape. Um, uh, what is it? Um, Milfgaard, like Milfgaard. Uh, uh -huh. I was going to say Milfgaard, but that was wrong. <laughs> the one <laughs> that's so wrong. The one that the black lady belongs to. Yeah. Nilfgaard. Uh, and she's trying to escape them and, and find uh, safety. And so at the end of season one, she finds Geralt the end, you know? This season, I have no clue what this season is supposed to be about because it's just a series of stories, it feels like. It feels kind of like they're, they are setting up something, but they haven't quite set it up yet. So this is kind of that middle chapter to set up a lot of things before they get into the next chapter. Um, so there were a couple of times where I was just like, I'm sorry, what's the plot <laughs> of this season? Um, well, but that being said, though, I like the moments in it. I love the love. Wasn't the overarching thought. Sorry to cut into your. Um, no, no, no. Like, Take it. Okay. Go ahead. Um, okay. And I, I'll go. So I'll, I'll lead into my thoughts. But isn't it kind of like the overarching uh, plot is like, save the girl. Did I mean, you just do a heroes reference. Oh, I'm like, oh I'm like, where did that the girls from? the yeah, that's, that's yeah, because you said it with like your your. Um, I thought you were doing Forrest Whitaker there from Rogue One. Save the dream, <laughs> save the. Save, There's save a lot the of ways that could go. Uh, kind of, kind of. It's more about protecting her and like having her fulfill her destiny. I didn't like how Suri was so much in this season because she was kind of a brat a, a good part of time. And it was like, I understand she was getting frustrated with because Geralt was uh, keeping her training a little lower and like going a little slower. But at the same time, 
Because he, he wasn't taking the Witcher route, which, you know, they mutated them. They poisoned them, basically. Went through the trials to become the Witchers. I was getting a little annoyed with her. It's like, dude, like, calm down. Listen <laughs> to these people with a giant sword who are trying to help you out. And I get you want to go further, but at the same time, you know, you have this magic you can't control. You are not strong enough yet. You're They're trying to help you build your strength, and she's just complaining about how she could be better, she could do better, she's more. And it's like, no, right now you're like, you aren't good enough, all right? You've been hiding, you haven't been training, all you've been doing is technically running away, and now you're trying to jump into like, oh, I can fight, I can do everything you're doing. Absolutely not. And she kind of got a bratty attitude a couple of seasons. And I understand like her wanting to go further, but I feel like at points they were just making her too bratty, and I just did not like it. Uh- yeah, I think they were trying to, because um, especially Henry Cavill, he pushed for a lot of stuff to be just like the book. And so Siri in the book is that way. Um, even that she's very gun ho. She's very like, I want to fight. I, like, I get the gun ho, but gun, uh, maybe it's just because I guess I was the character. Like her performance. Off, yeah, her performance came off more bratty than gun ho. So maybe it wasn't like, written that way, but the act, the actor played it that way. Could absolutely, and that's it. Could be just one way I portrayed it. Um, mm-hmm. I do know that in the with Yennefer in the book, she's apparently really useless and kind of horrible. Uh, yeah, because I was watching this one uh, TikTok review who she 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 reads the books. It's very informative. I really like her. I've watched a couple of her TikToks where she talks about the review. She's like Jennifer. Do- Yennefer does nothing in the books. In the first book. She does nothing. She's there to just be there because they're setting up for the rest of the books. And I felt a little bit like that in in the first season. She was kind of like that. You can tell it was setting up for more. It wasn't until the half of the season where you got to see more of her power and her battling that it was actually really good. And uh, you could actually see the strength she has. And then at the beginning of this, when she loses her chaos magic, it was a little more like, okay, so we're setting up for something more. She's trying to and it was that leading to meeting Yaskier. By the way, Yaskier, my absolutely favorite character ever. And I was so annoyed that they didn't introduce him again until the fourth episode. I wish they had brought him back earlier. Yaskier is I like, think they used him enough. Because Yaskier in here is no, not like... You. I asked Chandra about Yaskier in the books. He is a completely different character. So here it's like, I like Yaskier, but they're like, for example, I thought it was like, I get his character but i'm like dude you're trying to accomplish a mission lives are on the line and you're going to risk the lives of elf people because of your own pride because some dude doesn't quite get your art are you kidding me you're gonna get people killed and he does he gets one of the elf dudes killed (laughs) i can see that i think that he's one of the most realistic characters of course have you like i and I say this as a person who isn't who does artistic stuff too. There is a pride that comes with being artistic. You do you would be like there is, but offensive. not Ill, that and doesn't like, you supersede would your dead your duty to other people <laughs> when you're trying to help someone out. <laughs> no, but it's that pride within us as artists and like you know people who create stuff. I Yaskier is still my favorite character, and I don't think they used him well enough. Or utilize his character because on his own he was able to be can- become the sandpiper. The moment he's with uh, Geralt again, he's just a comedy relief, and it was like, oh, that's bullshit. He's so yeah, much better than that. Yeah, because he's not capable. 
He is capable. Of, he's capable he in was the sense that he can help organize shit. stuff. And even then, it's not like he was succeeding well, that clearly, much. They were still killing a lot of elves like every day. He only got well, like the yeah. few he could get every well, now yeah, and that again. Wasn't, yeah, he was doing the best he could in the situation. That's what I'm saying. Like, well, he's, you know he, what? Honestly, he's a, he could accomplish things, but he's not. Yes, you know. gear probably. Geralt and the Witchers would have probably have been more organized. Yeah, and clearly, we're not doing very well. Okay, I'll ask. I'll ask you guys this. Um, and this kind of like translate into some of my thoughts. Um, since the first episode, and it just continued throughout the rest of the series, I was like, oh, this show reminds me of a movie and then i was like oh this show reminds me of an of another movie and then i'm like oh this reminds me of a sh- this show okay so I'll, I'll kind of like break them down a little bit <laughs> and i was i just kept doing this i couldn't help myself from doing this but okay we have lord of the rings obvious references because you know the elves and and things like that mm-hmm. uh we also have uh stranger things Slash it. What? In the very. <laughs> now you've lost. When yeah, that the, one's when the, when the, what's it called? the Verena, is that, is that, is that the name of the, um, the, the. Oh, don't ask me the chopped. monster names. Cause I'm, I okay. don't remember them. <laughs> the girl that gets her head chopped off by, by Henry Cavill. Okay. Um, when she opens her mouth, it reminded, it gave me very much that stranger things and it with all the teeth. Um, we also have uh, Game of Thrones with the different, especially the flying yeah. monsters that look like dragons. Um, that Where? that got me there. Uh, what was that? I'm trying to remember the name. They're like Warrens um, or Ryan's. Rivers. Yeah. Um, but I don't think they're Rivers. Rivers are like more like dragons. I mean, maybe maybe this is their this universe's version of Rivers. I think it's ever That's what I'll say. Go on. Okay. Uh, we have the conjuring slash exorcist with some of the possessions and stuff going on. Um, we also have, lastly, uh, that's a raven. Um, and I just kept, I just kept calling in my mind. I kept calling uh, Siri that's a raven because you know she can see the future and stuff. So um, she did have moments where she would just pause and stare <laughs> off into space. So I will give you that. There's there were moments that occurred like that. <laughs> uh, I see your ties those oh, and tying we, into and we also have Harry Potter with the owl okay that's just an owl <laughs> at that point every movie that has I mean, an owl no. in it reminds no, there you was of Harry magic. Potter no no right. there's magic so right. there's more I Harry mean, Potter it may be a magic owl but the thing is the owls in Harry Potter don't turn into people <laughs> they're just owls no, that deliver but the, the letters but they can though because they uh, do the transformation in uh, Harry Potter. You know I haven't seen the movie still. (laughs) (laughs) There's a whole class and them turning into animals there. There's a scene from Harry Potter. (laughs) The teacher transforms from like a cat Cat to a person. Yeah, I know. See, there you go. You know. That's that's different than like, yeah, but the other owls don't turn into people. (laughs) Those are just owls. Yeah, but an owl could turn into a person. Anyway, uh, I can see your point of references with those movies, yeah, and how they connect. That it one kind of threw me off, but I, 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 I that's I very know. much a reach it's, because no, like at that point, no, 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 it's the mouth, it's the mouth. No, no, I know exactly what you're saying. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> like that was a bit of a reach. Um, but um, 
Yeah, I mean, it's fantasy. There's no no fantasy thing. After Lord of the Rings was created, after that, every fantasy thing is just following Lord of the Rings for the most part. Um, with like varying degrees of rules. Like, you know, because like magic in the Lord of the Rings world is very rare. Uh, as far as like who can wield it and use it versus in The Witcher, like a lot of people can use it. It's just, you know, probably going to mess you up if you do it wrong. <laughs> and certain magics are outlawed, like fire magic. Yeah. Um, I'm a little, always a little confused when they call it chaos magic or they call it the chaos. She yeah. lost the chaos. And I was like, but it's not really Chaos. I mean, you, you. It's still a, a great amount of control. Why don't you just call it magic or something? Or why do you keep calling it chaos? Because that's this world's version of magic. I guess the best way, like, for a way for them to describe it without saying magic. But yeah, it was that was like I'm like, just call it magic. Why is everything I mean, all this magic I, have to have different names? Like, maybe because maybe to separate it and give it and like villainize it a little bit. I mean, I think chaos is a good thing. I find chaos fun. No, <laughs> chaos is not fun, depending on who, which side of that chaos you're on, and also how Are you bad about the chaos, chaos magic is. Magic or just chaos? I chaos, think chaos in general. <laughs> I think chaos is fun and interesting and surprising, and you know, go along with the ride, see what happens. Uh, chaos is something of uncontrolled. The whole world is chaos. You gotta enjoy the world. Um, I mean, the only thing that kept making me think of is like in. Uh, uh, the book Doomsday Clock from DC Comics, they, um, Dr. Manhattan undoes like magic users from the DC universe, stuff like, or, uh, or undoes their magic, like John Constantine and Zatanna and stuff. And they explain magic in a way that I'm like, that'd be neat, a neat idea in that, like, magic is, you know, they, like the Big Bang happened and created the universe. Magic is the runoff leftover energy that has nowhere to go. And people manipulating it. Like, that's how they've explained it in the DC universe of, like, how magic works and why it works. Um, So, it's, like, in that regard, calling it chaos is kind of cool. But I don't know if that's how magic works in The Witcher. I don't think that's where that comes from. They just kind of describe... They're like, oh, it's in you. You just have it or you don't. Which... Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Oh, no. I was just going to say, I feel like... And I think we've talked about we've talked about that on the podcast with some of these movies where it's just like, yeah, it's this is just the world and this is how it is. It just <laughs> happens like that. It's just all of a sudden with old, yeah, this is just the all of a sudden, yeah, we don't know how it got here. This island got here, this or this beach got here. But I mean, that's the core of all fantasy and sci-fi is that some the things aren't to be explained. Some things aren't to be explained. Some things just are. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, they did uh, in uh, Bones and Bones and Shadows. Yeah, Shadow and oh, Bones. Bone. Shadow and Bones on Netflix. There's like this. Which part they're doing that, season two right now. They're filming season. Yeah, two I'm right excited now. for it. Um, there's this uh, what they call the veil. Call the veil, or have, do I call it the veil? <laughs> I think I call it the veil. It's the part where like there's a big <laughs> space that's separating the continent in you know that dark shadow realm, and they openly say we don't know how it got there. One day it popped up and it's there and it's monsters in there. We leave it be. And I like that explanation though. Like other people are like, it's always been there. It's part of the world. Blah, blah, blah. They're like, we don't know what the fuck that is. It came out of nowhere one day. People tried to cross it. People died. So we just leave it alone. 
And I've always enjoyed that part of uh, Shadow and Bones where they're just like, we don't know. And I think I would have preferred, I would love that, like, if other books or movies or shows touch on that, where, like, they openly admit, oh, it's not Legend of Law. We don't know what happened. It's just there. We live with it, but, like, you not know like that. acting like it's normal. Yeah, and part of not like life. oh, this is like all the- no. Like we don't know. I don't know. The same with like magic in this world. Um, when when I see like people talk about it, they're like oh, it's like from the earth or like oh, it's ancestral or blah blah blah. Be like you don't know. Nobody knows ancestral stuff anymore. Records are gone. Things are lost. I'm like maybe <laughs> not in the it's Witcher the earth. world. We know the where world. we come from. <laughs> Um, I also, I forgot one of the movies that, uh, the one that started it all in the very first episode, Beauty and the Beast. I think that's the biggest reference that you can make uh, from that episode. Uh, Is it Beauty and the Beast if they're both beasts? (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Well, (laughs) you know, he's, he's, uh, and I forget his name, but the hog man. Um, He's (laughs) the hog man. (laughs) <laughs> That's what I call him. Uh, he's, he's isolated away from society. The only way he can reverse the curse is love. That's beating yeah. the beast, if I do say so myself. That's a lot um, of stories, but yes. That's, <laughs> That's true. But I mean, he's physically a beast, so technically... Right. You're not wrong. He's not wrong, yeah. <laughs> One of those, you're not wrong, but I don't like it (laughs) and he had a line he had a line he says um i'm being a bore and you must be tired but it wasn't played off as a joke but i took it as a joke he said i'm not being a i'm being a bore yeah like the animal yeah i got you i know what you were trying to say no we're with you we just didn't find it i'm trying to look up his name if i could see if i can find it I have to deal with a coworker who does a lot of puns sometimes at me, and I just will just be like, "I want to kill you." <laughs> yeah, that guy uh, playing that character was uh, the guy who plays um, who's in um, Game of Thrones as Thorin, um, the wildling with like the red hair. If you ever seen uh, like the you know the ginger. Oh ginger yeah. Hair. yeah, yeah, him. He played that character. Oh, uh, they look nothing alike. No, that's because he shaved. Oh, he look- oh yeah. Beards really do make a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I love a lot of the acting in this show. Uh, I especially love Henry. I, I, I've said it before. Like Henry Cavill, for him, it very much depends on the character. When, as far as like if his performance is going to be really good or not. And uh, a, he loves this character. He's a huge Henry Cavill's like a huge nerd. <laughs> So, he is. He does like miniature shit too. Like he, he builds paints miniatures. miniatures. He plays like role play games. He plays uh, World of Warcraft. Like he's a big nerd. Um, so he loves this stuff, and so he you can tell that the love is there. And he does a great job playing Geralt. Um, he has. I I think his voice is a nice mixture between like what's on the page in the book and the voice actor who did Geralt in the video games. Of being that very stoic and grizzled voice, um, but he has personality. Like he does smile, he does make jokes, he'll laugh from time to time. Um, I liked his relationship with Yaskier this time around, <laughs> where it wasn't very combative. It was very like, like old friend. I mean, I'm not gonna apologize, but we got work to do. Let's go. He did apologize. <laughs> did it was he? a half-ass apology. Oh, okay. He did. It was a half-ass apology. 
Um, <laughs> I will say, and again, Yaskier deserves more. I just, I love Yaskier, and I love that the actor who plays him, uh, Joey Bailey and uh, Beatty. And I did mention this in our expectations video. He does his, that singing is all him, and then he does sing in a small band, or I think it's actually a duo called The Amazing Devil. And they have a few songs that I absolutely love. One is called Farewell Lunder- Wonderlust, uh, which I recommend everybody checking out. And Drinking Song for the Social ang- Anxious. Socially Anxious. Drinking Song for the Socially Anxious. There we go. That is such a funny song. And it just, there's a part where he's like, oh, and you lay on a pile of coats and you just wonder what it's like to be a coat. And it's just like, I, 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 connect with that song a lot because I'm like, I always have those weird, like, random thoughts just out of nowhere where I'm like, I wonder what it's like to just be one of those red balls outside of Target that everybody keeps trying to, like, bother them or try to roll them away. Like but they're them. just, yeah, but they're just cement. They're not actually balls. They're, like, a cement mm-hmm. thing. And I have just the most random thoughts like that throughout the day. Um, and so, you're, so, I, so, when Katy Perry says, do you ever feel like a plastic bag you're like, yeah, maybe at one point. Maybe. I don't know. What kind of plastic bag would I be? I feel like you know you'd be, be you'd be like one I'm, of them. Yeah, you'd be one of them, um, the the like fancy plastic bags that Oh, thank you. Yeah. Like from the, Target. I right. I feel yeah, I'd be a Target plastic bag and I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um so he is very talented. <laughs> so Freya <laughs> Allen as Siri is <laughs> <laughs> wait no wait uh, really, um, I do wait the song though I wanted to bring up his singing that's why I was trying to focus on that his song burn butcher burn I like the burn music butcher for burn. This. burn butcher burn thank you mm-hmm. uh, his singing for or his songs for season 2 were just also I felt so much more not so much more better but like even more catchier than the songs he had in season 1 it felt like he was allowed to have like a stronger presence with the music at least uh that it was just so good like the jailhouse what is that one called where he's singing when Carol comes to help him out you know and just i think they were able to give him more liberty because the songs in season two just sound so much like his actual music i think they were like hey toss a coin to your witcher blew up so big just go ahead, go ahead, see what happens, and then burn, butcher, burn, burn. Just it's on my playlist. I play it all the time. So good. <laughs> but Surrey and you know all the other ones, I guess we're okay. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think Freya she- Allen did great. I I think it's so crazy that she's so she's so small because she's twenty years old. I looked up her age. I was like, how old are she's you? She's twenty. She's twenty. She oh, just wow. is so tiny. She's so small. <laughs> Oh, she didn't see. Maybe they. Maybe it was the camera angles, but she didn't. She looked like they probably are some angles. But I saw one picture of her next to Henry Cavill uh, on the red carpet, like or I guess the premiere carpet or whatever. Now, granted, Henry Cavill is a tall guy. Um, He's a pretty tall dude. Um, But she's even she was even shorter than Jennifer. I'm like, you're just a small girl. (laughs) You're so. But I mean, it works to her favor, you know. She could play this character who's supposed to be, I think, like probably like 14. 13 or fourteen. Yeah. Yeah. Ben Affleck is six four. I'm sorry. Yeah, Ben Affleck is super tall. Also, why I... are you looking up Ben Affleck? He's not in the because Witcher. Henry Cap. I looked up how tall he was. Justice League. Six... 
He's yeah, he's six. Oh well, yeah, Ben Affleck isn't Justice League. Who, as long with Henry Cavill. (laughs) Recently learned, I am one of the shortest people at my office. Yeah, I got to I got to learn that, and I was (laughs) a little offended. (laughs) Didn't realize how short I was until uh, there's a coworker. She's five ten. Um, and I guess I had never stood properly next to her until one day, and I'm like, what the hell. Yeah, I'm five then, ten. Alex, <laughs> yeah, you're tall. You're, <laughs> you're tall, man. I thought you were taller than five ten. At least I don't know. I the last time I checked my height is when I was like both of 18, you are so freaking was, tall. I, the first sure photo we ever took for the podcast, I am standing so on a step, <laughs> and I'm still technically just a little bit shorter than you guys. That's um, true. and I yeah, like her, I'm sure she had to be put on like apple boxes or something. Or to make her even self look smaller during, you know, next to Henry Carvel to make her look uh, younger. Henry Carvel's six foot, face. so I'm sure I'm sure she just could just stand in regular height. And How she tall is she though? I don't know. Let's see. Um, uh, but uh, while we're looking for people's heights, um, did um, did you guys notice the amount of um? Which I don't mind, but I know some people have an adverse reaction to them. The amount of jump scares, it, which I don't think they would be classified as jump scares in like this context because this is not a horror TV series. But there were a lot of there were a lot of moments where it's like silence and then boom, something happens. I mean, which I yeah. classify as a jump scare. I mean, technically yes, but uh, they were just so telegraphed that I was not scared at all because <laughs> i was like let me and something's gonna pop out in three two one oh there it is <laughs> i didn't see it yeah as a jump scare i was just like oh yeah i saw that kind of coming because they were like setting up for where they're all like walking creepily being like oh wait we know something's wrong so i think uh i had mentally prepared myself for that how'd you guys feel about yennefer's story of just like her not having magic. And then we get to learn more about the elves and get to learn more about Nilfgaard and with all these, like all this magic stuff going on. I felt like the elves were kind of a, like a weird subplot that wasn't fully necessary. I get why it was necessary for Yennefer, but then they completely dropped the elf story by like the sixth episode, never brought up again. Well, until the end. Not even that much. It felt like that could have been one of those things where people are like, oh, the lore is there. We're not going to explain anything, but it's there. And you're kind of like, okay, yeah, I accept it. Well, because they kill the baby and then like you later catch up with the elves when in the last episode. They're like, all right, well, we're going and like y'all kill our babies. We're killing your babies, which that also that scene was creepy where it's like. They go to each house, like, putting magic symbols. You hear all the babies crying, and then she, like, snaps her hands, and then it's silent for a little bit. And then all these screams from all these people. I was like, that's haunting. Like, that is so scary. That was a bit it, was, it, was, it was reminding me of that episode of The Walking Dead where um, where they went in and, like, in the middle of the night, killed all the, those other people in their sleep. Do you remember that? Were you guys? I mean, I, I don't watch the show. They this actually killed. They have actually Alex done that question. quite a bit. They actually have done that quite a quite a bit. They've actually slaughtered quite a few people in like the night. Like what jumps to my mind is that episode in the church, where like they waited for everybody to come and then they killed them like immediately. Oh, Are yeah. you talking about the time with like 
where they went to, they snuck into the other, the opposing um, people's camp or whatever in the middle of the night and like stabbed them in their heads. I think I know which episode you're talking about. Like I said, they've actually did that quite a bit. Like they were not the good guys. After the Walking Dead, there like, are no were, such yeah. things as good guys. <laughs> <laughs> There's only survivors. Um, but but, for, but uh, I, it of, reminded me of Prince of Egypt in that scene when like Moses tells Pharaoh, he's like, look, I'm telling you, yeah, put the lamb's blood on their door or else God's going to come and start killing babies. And they, he's like, Psh, screw God. I wish he would. And then God was like, okay. <laughs> Just killed his son. <laughs> you don't know who you're dealing with. Um, I think going back to <laughs> when you're talking about Yennefer um, and uh, her like lack of magic and um, that kind of stuff. Because the overarching, one of the also overarching themes, also one of the overarching themes of the season, I feel like to me, was that humans are trash. So, so, I mean, they're not wrong. <laughs> so I feel like uh, <laughs> getting rid of her magic kind of played into that as well. Um, makes her more human. Uh, and uh, I mean, I feel like made her more, more trash than last season. Because last season she was like, it, it showed her uh, vulnerabilities of like last season she had magic, which made her feel kind of fulfilled. And even then she was still like unhappy. And then this season she doesn't even have that. And so it just like showed her at her like lowest point. Um, and learning the value of not having like everything, you know, especially when she's like about to trade Siri to like <laughs> – to the um, Nilfgaardians to get her magic back. Which I do love that Geralt went full dad mode. He's like, I don't care how fine you is. You tried to trade my daughter. We are done. <laughs> we, we ain't friends yeah, no more. Yeah, he doesn't kill her. He's like, okay, yeah, you can come and teach her. He still accepts her back into like the fortress of the witchers, the keep, and then well, like, he still like loves oh yeah, her. I'll still... <laughs> Screw that, I would have slit her throat. That's because you've never been in love, Alex, all right? There's a lot of people. Look, look, okay, here's the never thing. Never in love I do not like want girls been in love. No, I don't, want, I don't want children. I think children are gross. However, if you are my child, hell, if you are my friend and somebody tries to hurt you or take you that way, I don't give a shit about love. I will fucking cut you down. You do not harm my family. That is my baby. I will go full mama mode. And tear you apart with my teeth. <laughs> All right. Geralt, in my opinion, was weak. That's a weak ass man. He should have taken her down. You threaten my child. I will take you. Also, he um, she does need a teacher and he don't know a lot of mages. Okay. <laughs> he knows which, he knows Triss and he knows Yennefer. And Triss is like not available right now. Triss is dealing with a lot. <laughs> Oh, Which yeah, Yennefer was dealing with a lot. Yeah, but Yennefer is more available. <laughs> like, he knows he can get Yennefer. All right. It's just like when you're hiring a babysitter, it's like you could probably have your nephew or cousin or whoever come do it. But, you know, you don't you can't count on them. You need someone who's actually it's a job to them, you know, and that's and that's who you hire. You don't hire someone who is just a favor. So it's like, he, like Yennefer, he's like, you owe me. All right. You're going to do this. Tris doesn't owe me anything. So I can't force her. To, to teach this child how to use her powers. Um, also, back to the Freya Allen thing, it says 
some fans may be surprised to hear Freya Allen is five foot five, as per the actress's IMDb page. Interesting. Yeah, I told you she's small. Right. She's short. My height. Um. Well, yeah, but the, oh. <laughs> and it's like you know, I like, but I like, I I do like, um, I still like the the actress who plays uh, Yennefer. I think she does a great job with Yennefer. Um, Which, what are the chances in the world? I don't know how many millions of people are um, it, occupying this uh, these worlds, but. What are the chances that the one person that you're looking for happens to be with your um happens to be with the person who you're like past love? What are the chances that all those stars align into one? I mean Well, it's that whole play of like, oh, it's destiny. They're right, all meant destiny. to like be together and crap. This whole show um, is nothing oh the whole story is series about destiny. <laughs> so Kind of all lines up. I think it's one of those things where it's like, this is a lot of coincidences. <laughs> There's a lot of things happening. I feel like that's a lot of like movies and shows that like somebody said something about like, I remember a comment about The Great Gatsby about how like the cousin lives right next to uh, Gatsby, you know, who lives across from the love and all that stuff. It's like, there's a lot of coincidences in an, an American novel. And same with like all, you know what? I absolutely love all the connections we have now made to Witcher, from American novels. I mean, they're all it. very flimsy so like at all best, this, but yeah, they are. But there's a there's an attachment there. Where it's it's all coincidental. Um, I think that's kind of a cop out sometimes when people are like, "Oh, it's the you know, it's the destiny, it's fate, or blah blah blah," and it's like. To be fair, you can't it? blame American writing on this because the books are written in from Poland. <laughs> this is Polish. I'm not because <laughs> you brought up Great Gatsby. You said American novels. I'm like, this ain't an American novel. I said it's, it's the American. Like it, it's Alex, Alex is like, it's the American influence on Poland now. <laughs> on Polish novels, we've ruined Poland. <laughs> um, but that's what it is. I sometimes feel like Destiny and Fate like are a cop out in books. Like, oh, it was all meant to be. I'm like, but why were you traveling that way? You don't travel a certain way because, like. You felt like you had to go. You, you, like, she had a, you know, was trying to go somewhere. The, what was the city called? Sentry? Sentra. Uh, Sentra. Which, Sentra, yeah. Which is also uh, a city on the coast of Portugal um, that I went to when we went to uh, Lisbon. I didn't know that was a real city. Yeah. Well, it's, it's probably uh, not the same not, city. No, it's not. Yeah, well, it's not I sure, meant but. I didn't know that the name existed with a city. Yeah. Um, and it's it's spelled differently, though. This Sintra is spelled with a C, I believe. And mm-hmm. then the Sintra in Portugal is spelled with an S. I mean, I like it because it's, it's fan. You know, if there's one world where I expect destiny and fate to actually matter, it's fantasy worlds. Because everything is there's a prophecy or it's destined or there's a legacy of this that and the third or your bloodline has this type of power in its lineage like that's every fantasy story you've ever read ever is that's part of the part of the bag is that destiny or fate yeah like something some type of thing applies to that special person out of everybody else in the entire land that you you, sir, and or ma'am, you're special. <laughs> but that's what I think I feel like, because uh, I do read a lot of fantasy books that, like, it's the cop-out where it's suddenly like, oh, this 
new character who just found out that like all of a sudden they're like more powerful than all these people have trained and it's like no you, you barely picked up a sword you shouldn't know how to fight that well i did like how they kept that with Suri where she wasn't automatically good at sword fighting she wasn't automatically powerful you know she was still chaotic she wasn't she was ray still... from star wars yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> There's your other reference. Uh, They allowed her to, like, be messy and, like, too trusting with Jennifer and all the stuff. So it was really, like, I did appreciate that. They didn't instantly make her, like, good. And she, you know, fought against the Witcher and somehow she won. So, like, I I do like that, that they were able to keep her still as a developing character. She wasn't automatically good because of her destiny or because of her bloodline or because of her magic. She was still very... um, inexperienced there we go mm-hmm. i do appreciate that they did keep that and they didn't you know do the cop up it's destiny it's in her blood of course she's good i like seeing the witchers like all the witchers which of course uh vesemir which is a fan favorite character so i loved seeing vesemir um but even seeing the other witchers was really cool um and i lo- i do love their how they picked the like them picking on siri um although Triss's moment, one moment that I remember from this whole show, just being like, "You guys are jerks." All right, have y'all even considered the fact that she's going to have her period at some point? And they're, <laughs> and I love that all of them were just like, "Look, all we have is dudes here. Okay, we've only ever raised boys. We don't know how to do this. <laughs> we've never had girls here, except or at least ones that are teenagers." <laughs> I. It's a struggle. They acted like they acted like teenagers when they were teasing her. Sometimes it's like, "Are you guys?" There's a grown man, you're witchers, and all of a sudden now, like, they're teasing, and it's like, really? I hate to say it, but that is what it is to just be in a room where it's like, it's only dudes who've hung out with nothing but dudes. Like, that's that's the interaction, which is why the I medi- thought it was very- the medieval, t- the medieval times hasn't changed since then. Yeah, the I, I thought culture. that was actually funny, because I'm like, man, even back during the days, <laughs> like, this oh, is how man. we do it. The witchers are bros. <laughs> They're all bros. They are. They're, They're total just bros. They're oh, bros in the fantasy bummer. world. <laughs> They're the bros of the fantasy world. The the witchers oh. are total bros. <laughs> Uh, I uh, I mean, heck, it even down to like, the only women we've had here are prostitutes, okay? <laughs> Cut us some slack. <laughs> surprised they could get prostitutes up there they're witchers you know be, they'll figure it out isn't they it got supposed magic to be a hard and, and arduous like travel they don't really like they have their like medallions and their axles but like i know they go to brothels i'm not like dismissing that i'm just saying how are you gonna bring <laughs> yeah through the snow the i get what you mean <laughs> Come to, go up the mountain that's called the, the path up there is called like the killer or something it's called the killer mountain or something and you know all that way <laughs> it's just like lot of effort i don't think there's enough coins that's another that. that's a character i thought was surprising to see was uh the the prostitute the head like prostitute lady who's like the head of the brothel who showed up in season two where i was like oh yeah you from season one why are you here <laughs> yeah that was a random thing and she's like oh i didn't yet expect to see her and i was like oh okay what did you guys think of the like technical aspects of the show so not necessarily the story but like the cinematography the cgi the sets the lighting things like that because i i personally um liked most of it um especially in particular the uh 
fight scene in what was it episode se- seven? I think it's seven, eight, se- episode seven. Um, because you could actually see it. I feel like in most of these fight scenes in these fantasy movies, they're dark. It's a lot of whiplash. They're like but this, right? But well, this see, one, the like, thing they is, you didn't focused. watch season one because it was a lot more like a lot. Oh, you want to see some okay. epic oh. fights from The Witcher? Watch season one. They had some great fights in that season too. The first episode's a really good fight. Yeah, the first episode of season one was an epic fight. Um, I I actually like a lot of the technicals here. I think well, a you could tell they got a bigger budget because they could do more monsters than they did season one. Um, but two, also just like they go to so many different places and they all look great. Like all of the settings they go to look beautiful. Um, both inside and out. Like even when they're like at like, you know, dilapidated castles and like dreary villages and stuff, that stuff looks good too. So overall, technical ability is really good. And the costumes. All the costumes are really cool. Although I love all the people who are <laughs> who are like, Jennifer's just out here teasing us at this point where she has that dress that looks like at any second if she puts her arms up, it's just gonna fall off of her. <laughs> The whole time. Which one? She actually wore a few dresses like that. When she was in, when she finally made it back to the rest of the, like, um, chaos, like, you know, the magic users. And and they were in that, like, bath area or whatever. And they're like, come in the water. And and I just remember being like, like, and then, like, but there's no nudity in season two at all. Which I was like, that's surprising. Because season one, there's a lot of it. (laughs) And most of it being Yennefer. Um... So that's actually interesting. And I'm wondering if maybe she uh, signed like a new contract because uh, it reminds me of um, uh, Amelia Clark who played um, Daenerys. Daenerys. She signed a new contract because if you watch like the first three seasons of Game of Thrones, like she's naked all the time. But then yeah. after that, she signed a new contract because she was like, I don't want to be naked on screen anymore. It's just not what I want to do for the rest of my career. And so they're like, okay. And uh, well, so also it when you contract. when you know when when you have more influence, I mean, it's like like it's it's kind of messed up, like that. Like when you have more influence, that's when you get to decide. Okay, I don't want to take my clothes off anymore. Like, mm-hmm. but when, when you, you have don't more have the power to control it, yeah. yeah, right. When you don't have as much influence or power, you're like, okay, I just got to do what I got to do to get like yeah. get get yeah. Get the role. I will right. say I did, I did tie it into a little bit of her losing her power because when she f- it the chaos made her feel powerful, which made her feel attractive because that was a big thing when she was still in that mutated form where she had a twisted spine and everything. Um, she was very you know always tightly wound because she didn't want people seeing her. When she felt had the chaos and when she had the power, she had this energy uh, of sexuality to her, or her sexuality was very strong. And she used that a lot more. Her clothes were, you know, more risque in a way. But in season two, when she doesn't have her chaos, she's wearing a constantly that big purple um, cloak. Mm-hmm. But she's hiding more of her form. And I think without her chaos, you know, the new thing may be a contract thing. But it also may be that she's hiding herself a lot more because she doesn't feel powerful. She doesn't have that what she feels makes her, you know you know, sexy or attractive and that she's just trying to hide more. And it's almost back going back to her original form with her twisted spine and her twisted jaw. And I kind of combated that a little bit to that, where she didn't want people 
to see her physically as much because with her chaos gone, she kind of felt like she was nothing. And it was that lower self-esteem that I did feel tied into that, but it's also probably a, a little bit more closer to the contract too. Ooh, but like digging into the deeper meaning, I like that's I, I saw too. I mean, Geralt Geralt was quite naked in the season one too. That's true. And in season two, he had all his clothes on. <laughs> Sadly, at some point, um, the only nudity scene we got. <laughs> Look, you you can talk about Jennifer. I'm going to talk about that's Geralt. fair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, Gear was pretty much the only one shirtless. That's and true. He, he that, did that he, in like you're season showing seven. off the abs he in episode like, seven. He was like, if Henry Cavill's not going to do it, I'm going to do it. <laughs> Let me show it and take this jacket off. And he did it well. <laughs> well, but then again, do you want to be with all your clothes off in those elements and those conditions and that weather? You got to remember, this is the medieval times. They're used to that. <laughs> They're used to just That's having true. your clothes off in the uh, cold. Like, it's just like, yeah. yeah well, Yasker was like. It'll make it easier for us so to cuddle up. It's so cold out there. <laughs> Well, Yasker was like, you can have portraits off my nipples. It's so cold. So, I mean, there's the they acknowledge that it's cold. The river's cold. Um, I mean, if they had to have a character naked, I'm fine with that, too. Um, but I think it just says a lot, too. They Did were you just date not, for a second? You know what? Just give me. <laughs> like, I meant what I meant about him being one of my favorite characters in all ways. Uh, it might be that they took a lot of that out because they wanted to focus on Siri and what it was going to mean and how they were going further into this, uh, the stories and the books and things like that, where it's no longer like, oh, you know, these are sexy characters you're having fun with. All of them are at risk of dying at all points in time now. <laughs> they really don't have time to enjoy each other or bathe or, you know, try to sneak glances. There's a child around who's in constant... <laughs> threat <laughs> so that's going to be their main focus now of course there's always going to be those love glances between um Jennifer and Geralt but I mean I think a good chunk of that was that they wanted to focus on the immediate threat and danger that was happening to the young character that they were trying to portray yeah so. the mystery in this one was actually really neat of them finding out more about the monsters and where they came from from the obelisk and stuff um I really liked how like all the stories kind of tied together at the end. Um, as we get closer to closing out, what did you guys think of the ending? Uh, huge plot twist. <laughs> um, uh, I did not see it coming. Uh, when, mm-hmm. and, and will it get? And uh, now, uh, you know, finishing season two. Are you going to watch season three? I most definitely am because I have already lo- loved the show, and I'm quite a. I'm I'm a pretty big fan of fantasy. Time period shows, I think, for me, really. But I just enjoyed The Witcher. I do enjoy all these characters. And now knowing that they're going to move on from The Keep, from The Witcher's Keep, and, you know, go travel more. And I kind of like that on the path style where they keep moving and keep going. So, um, the wild hunt being introduced, I'm the wild hunt more being in or more presented as an actual like threat now. I'm going to, it's interesting how they're going to try to do that in season three. Are we going to catch more glimpses of them? Is the portals going to be open more? Uh, or how are they going to have it so that it is now more of an immediate threat than they're like, they're kind of really far away, you know, almost in a different land. So not too much of a threat as to what's occurring right now. Mm-hmm. So um, we'll see how that goes, but I will watch season three. And I, like I said, I love season two. What about you, Jonathan, since you haven't watched season one even? 
<laughs> hey, I watched That's the official it. Netflix. That's not the recap same of it. You gotta watch season one. <laughs> <laughs> gotta watch them sick fights. Gotta see uh, Geralt and Yennefer how they started, how their relationship got started, and how it evolved. All right, there's a lot more. <laughs> Yaskier's no, jam. All right, that I'll, that Witcher I'll, jam I'll, is 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 dope. <laughs> I'll, I'll think about it when I'm deciding to watch Arcane as well. So, um, anyway, <laughs> uh, I, um, what was the question? Oh, yeah, uh, <laughs> next season. <laughs> well, what'd you think about uh, the ending and I, the end? Are you going to watch next yeah. season? I, you know, I like a good twist. Um, I appreciated that, you know, bringing in some, let's bring in some daddy issues uh, into the uh, into the plot. Uh, you know, uh, these kind of stories love a good daddy issue. Um, so that was very much appreciated. And um, I'm going to make a bold prediction. Why not? We're on this podcast right now. This is what this podcast is for. Um, I think Siri is going to either in the next season die or become close, clo- very close to death. And if she dies, she's going to be brought back to life the next season. I don't want to say anything because I know what happens to Siri, so I'm going to keep my mouth shut. (laughs) Did you read the books or did you from the video game? A little bit of both. I haven't read the books, but a little bit of stuff from the video game. Well, they might stray. They might stray. They won't. Because Henry Cavill literally like fought to like have stuff in the as long as he's attached, they're gonna he's gonna make sure they follow the books. Like <laughs> they're not gonna stray, and they want to keep that man happy. That's why there's a lot of lines in this series, like when Roach died, for example, uh, his horse. Um, technically, Roach is not a horse, rather a series of horses. He just names every horse he gets like Roach. But they, yeah. but they all matter to him. He loves his horses. And um, they wanted him to tell like some type of joke or whatever or in the original script. And he fought them to have like – to use a line from the books that was like something more important and wasn't a joke. But it was a dramatic moment because he's like, no, like the horse – like Roach matters to Geralt. If Roach was to die, he would be very sad. And this is what he would say because this is what it says in the books. And they were like, "Okay, go ahead. That's what we'll do then." So I, I don't think I don't see them straying too much from the books as long as he's still attached to the project, and he's half the reason people love this show. So they're not going to get rid of him, I'm sure. Yeah, because I didn't I didn't recognize. Well, again, I'm not the biggest fantasy watcher, so some of these people might be in other fantasy things. But Henry Cavill was the only person that I recognized. Mm-hmm. Out of the cast. Actually, yeah, no, same. I didn't know any other um, character. I recognize or actor. like the buff, uh, like mage guy with the, like gray beard who's talking to the owl. He's the only other actor. Where I'm like, I've seen you in other stuff. Everybody else, mm-hmm. I have no clue who the random character are. talking to the owl. I know you. Now, granted, uh, I was talking to Chandra and Al. Apparently, he's like in a very important character. So I expect in next season he's gonna be much bigger. And have a much bigger role. Uh, Because she was like, yeah, in the books, he's like awesome. He's like a huge character. So I'm like, okay. I don't think it's fair that you have Al and Chandra as sources (laughs) for this show. 
Like, I want to read the books just to have some reference point. I'm not going to play the video game. You don't need um, to play the games. The games are, like, so far just, removed from the books. They're not They're not even technically canon to the books. Like, they're their own thing. They use the same world, same characters and everything, but they're their own story that's... In fact, uh, the third one series an adult, and she never gets to that age in the book. In the book. So, well, like I have the books, and I have like Wikipedia. So she does. You not. have like two. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we believe you, man. That was that was so believable. Good job. Um, but yeah, like yeah, Siri is in the third game, and. Uh, She's not like she is in the books because she's an adult, like out doing doing stuff. So it's a different different continuity. I mean, you can still play the yeah. games if you'd like, but they're not uh, re- like realistically to probably follow this show. You probably only need to read the books to like have reference points because that's what they're going off of anyway. I I do want to try to read book the books just because I've heard the first one isn't great. I hear that one's kind of like. A lull, but the other ones are actually really. It's because the first, I think they said the first it's, it's one or the first two are just a series of. It's why season one is that way, where it feels like a series of short stories, and that's what the first two books are. They're like a bunch of stories involving yeah, Geralt and Yennefer, but just random. I think stories. it's even said like as it's a. I think it's even stated that way in summaries of the book that it's just short stories. Yeah, it doesn't become um, a continuity till I think the third one is when they start becoming I, an overarching story going forward well that's when they probably intertwine but i still stand by that you have like two sources <laughs> and that's like a feels like a cheat um i'm excited yeah i love that twist about uh series dad being the villain <laughs> secretly mm-hmm. um this whole time and then also uh the idea that um that siri might be bringing the apocalypse aka the wild hunt um so I I think that's really cool, and I'm interested to see where that goes going forward with the rest of the series. I'm also curious to see um, Yennefer and Geralt's relationship evolve from here, um, just because they're now at two different places with not only with each other but also with like their lives. Like Geralt's very much in dad mode right now. Like that's 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 all he cares about. Yeah. Compared but like to- it feels like her character's just straight up gonna be a mom mode and it's like, oh happy little family. We're, we're our own family now. Blah blah blah. That thing. Well that's the thing. I don't know if Yennefer will be down for it. Cause Garrett for Geralt, it's like this is my kid, essentially. Like even though I didn't birth her like, you know, like my genes didn't make her, uh she still is like my kid <laughs> versus maybe that'll be the, maybe that'll be the conflict. Versus Yennefer, it's like I mean, I, she's special to you, and you're special to me, so I'll I'll treat her with respect. But like, I'm not holding to this kid. But maybe like, that'll just if make I want to leave. I can leave. More. Yeah, maybe. Um, also, I would love because there's always like in the books, there's implications that Geralt and Triss have had like not they don't they're no, I don't think they get together in the books, but there's all there's implications that they also have feelings for each other. So I'm curious if they're going to do more with that and play around with that a little bit. Cuz I like Triss. I like the actress who plays Triss. Um I've also seen her in other stuff too. I can't think of her name right now. Um but Triss is cool. She's very sweet. She's very kind. She's like the nice Yennefer, you know? She's got magic powers. She's beautiful, but she's not a jerk. <laughs> like she's not out for not herself. She's all about helping other people. And that's kind of cool. But she's dealing with a lot. You know, she got burned. And so now she feels kind of ugly. She doesn't want to take her stuff off because she's like, I don't feel pretty. And I'm like, 
that's an interesting conflict to see because all Yennefer's thing is all about beauty and Triss is like to so to see Triss kind of have that conflict of like I don't feel beautiful even though it's like you're magical like you still are powerful and smart like it's neat Anna Schaefer is her name and she's uh, probably other than this she's probably most known from uh, Harry Potter she played Romilda Nope. In three I, of the movies. I have no idea. I have not I've I've not seen they, any they, of the they're the last three movies, so Yeah. Um, I so I definitely have yeah, not I, seen her in that. What have I dang it? What have yeah, I seen? I, have, her I in? think I saw the first Harry Potter. That's all I got. Um anyway, end thoughts. So we would all watch season three. Maybe Jonathan. I feel like I'm gonna have I'm to not saying I'm bit. not saying no. I'm not saying no. Yeah, this was. It feels like you are a little bit. Do you have, no. <laughs> do you have grades uh, for this season? I uh, I'll start. Um, yeah. We'll get the we'll get the, the probably the lowest one out the way. <laughs> uh, and this is just my personal grade. It is not um, like an indication of how good the show is. It's an indication of how much I enjoyed it. Uh, I'll say a B. That's still pretty high. Minus. Yeah, that's. A, <laughs> I'll say B minus. That's still surprisingly is, high. Yeah. Yeah, because I appreciate the art for what it is. Um, I know that it's cultivated uh, a large following and a passionate following, um, one that I am not a part of, sadly, and that's my loss. Um, but. I appreciate the fact that obviously they took a lot of time in it. They spent a lot of money on it. Uh, the acting was great. Um, that's something that I always look for. If the acting is bad, then it takes me out of it. Um, like I mentioned, there was a lot of of, of different uh, <laughs> stories and things to pull from that I uh, personally um, got from it. Uh, like the different movie references, the different TV show references. Um, uh, I was invested in um, like keeping Siri safe. Uh, so Keep Siri end, safe. <laughs> <laughs> just, sorry, safe. It just reminded me of uh, Rick, and Morty, Rick and Morty episode of Keep Summer Safe. <laughs> I just keep jumping back to Heroes where it's like, save the girl, save the world. Anyway, um, I think it's save the cheerleader, right? Oh, save the cheerleader. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Um, and then by the end, they definitely they definitely get you with that cliffhanger um, so that you'll want to tune into to season three. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'll give it a B minus. What about uh, you, Draw? It's it. I'm never too hard on it unless it's like. I mean, I. You don't. I, I think the only grade you gave pretty low was like Sharknado. <laughs> <laughs> and even then, wasn't it still like a C? I think you gave like a C minus, well, close to a D. Maybe it was a really? D. Yeah, I, you tried to no, you tried to defend yourself no, by no, saying no. like, oh, if I maybe I'd watch the other ones. I forget I'd more. There's something really? he gave an F plus, and I was like, that's not a grade. You can't do that. <laughs> I remember that. I remember that. I can't remember what it was. It's not a grade. We'll you can't give anything an F plus. It's still a failure. 
<laughs> it's just an F for nothing. It's an F. Um, anyway, uh, this Jerome, for me gets uh, uh, an A minus. Um, I like it a lot. This is right up my alley. I'm I'm also I'm like a mild fantasy fan. It really depends on the world and the characters for me. If it like gets me invested, it's why it took me so long to watch Game of Thrones. It's why it's been hard for me to like actually take time to watch Harry Potter. Um, still haven't watched The Hobbit. Like there's so many fantasy things that I'm just like, I'm not really invested, so I'm not gonna watch it. Um should we have sorry uh, to interrupt your thoughts. Should we at one point just do like a Harry because I feel like none of the three of us have like watched Harry Potter like that. I'm going so. to watch it. I just like yeah and I said I, I was gonna do the series on on the YouTube. So be on the lookout for that. I'm gonna do that this year and start start actually recording that next month. So I'll get on. Uh, but anyway, continue. Sorry. Um, but um, uh, yeah. So I, but this world, I love the this world, the world of the Witcher. It's awesome. Um, I love the creatures. I love the the uh, Witchers. In fact, in fact, actually, um, I now want to watch. They have a Netflix movie that's an animated movie um, that ties into uh, the Witcher. It's about Vesemir when he was young. Um, so they released that, I think, earlier last year before season two came out, just to hold people over. Uh, so I, I can't wait to watch that. And then there's also going to be another Witcher show coming out that's supposed to be taking place during um, what I think they call it, what, the the Convergence and stuff and like the emergence of magic and, and stuff like that in the Witcher world. And you get to see... Uh, more witchers like back in the heyday it's another prequel series but it's going to be live action it's going to have michelle yo in it um so i'm excited for that as well and they released a trailer for that um so i'm excited for that too uh i just can't get enough of like netflix witcher and it's it's going really good good so i'm excited um my only reason i give it a minus is because i do think there is a lot of moments in this show that if you are not invested in this world or if you're not just gonna like kind of just roll with stuff they just start talking about stuff that happened in the past or start bringing up lore and you're just like i'm sorry what slow it down (laughs) and it's like well i can kind of just like chill out and let it let it be i'm like for the general audience that might turn some people off because they feel like there's this barrier to entry to enjoy this show because there they there's things they don't know about this world that you're just the show just assumes you should know or assumes you'll just like accept and not question. <laughs> so that that's the only reason. But other than that though, I think all the performances were good. I love all the special effects. I hope they keep that up for next season, uh, which I'm sure they will. Um, love the action sequences. Uh, they're always filmed really well. And uh yeah, and more Yaskier songs because <laughs> the man can sing some some damn good songs. Um, and yeah, that's my thoughts. Alex, um, I do, I still do give it like um a B, like a B plus, because they're like what you said about with the lore, and you're supposed to kind of know it and kind of go with it. Uh, I'm actually a really big fan of fantasy books. I love them. I was really you know big with Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. I really got into that. Haven't gotten into Harry Potter, um, but I've always been a big fantasy person. I've loved that whole like royal and the supernatural aspects of things. So this show is really a big part of like all that kind of collected together. 
And I love that hunting aspect that they do when they go down the path and everything like that. And of course, I love Yaskier. Um, and it does remind me of like the D&D stuff I've seen. And I had mentioned earlier uh, off off camera that I have a lot of D&D right now TikToks. I'm on like TikTok, D&D TikTok. I don't know how. I don't know why. And I don't know how to get out of it. They keep showing up on my For You page. I gotta find a way. But uh, I still enjoy it. Anyway, this show is really good. I think the way sometimes the characters meet up, I think they could have a better explanation than the destiny thing that falls under. Their past could cross a little more organically in a way that doesn't make it seem like it just happened. It's all coincidental. For traveling a content and they con a continent and them explaining how big everything is and how everything takes so long to travel, suddenly they're just in a new city that's supposed to be like you know, miles, miles away, able to be there in like a day or two. Everything's always just a couple days, you know, all by horse, which that feels really unbelievable, but I get what they're doing. You know, they have to save time and everything like that. Um, they also have a weird time frame that they need to clean up a little bit that I don't think they've thought about well when writing or when doing this um, show because like this all started when the kid before the kid was born, you know, she's like 14, 13 now. So that's 13 years. And there's just a lot of placement where the time frame doesn't add up to, you know, when they started traveling at the beginning with Geralt, you know, with Yen and everything like that. It's just there's a wonky time frame that I think needs to either be cleaned up, addressed, or they need to like do more of a proper like, oh, yeah, this happened during this time and this time. Because um, I know in the books, I was told that it's a proper timeline and things are done a lot better. Um, yeah. They, so that is one of the things that had always bothered they me. They messed that up last season, too, where it was it, like they skipped all over time and it was very unclear when and where you were on the timeline. They also forgot to apparently age up Yaskier, too, because in the first season, it's supposed to be a span of actually 10 years, a whole decade. And he has an age once. <laughs> yeah. But he's the only human, so he should have aged properly. Um, so they, yeah, like I said, they did mess up the time frame and everything. <laughs> Maybe, you know, moisturizing does a lot. It's true. Like a little aloe also helps keep that skin soft, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so I think the time framing thing was always a big thing for me. But other than that, I really love the show. I love all the characters, you know? Um, I love the way... Uh, Henry Carvel's just so dedicated to being a big nerd and it's really appreciated because sometimes, you know, with shows like this and the popularity that they grow, they move further and further away from the books. Same thing happened with Games of Thrones, mm -hmm. Game of Thrones. And well, that's because like they that. ran out and of books. Just, <laughs> they ran. They did run out of books. And once the moment they ran out of books, it seems like they they went off completely off, they the, went rails. off the rails. <laughs> they went off the rails and there's just like water bottles and like, episodes. Coffee yeah. cups. <laughs> Coffee Starbucks, <laughs> particularly Starbucks. They really enjoyed their Starbucks. Um, there's a Family Guy. Sorry to go so, off topic, but there's a Family Guy sketch about that where it's like all these Starbucks cups in the coffee. Room. They're like, "Hold up, my scene's up. My scene's up. Hold on, watch this. Hey, it is me <laughs> sitting on the, sitting on the table. <laughs> I like going to those where. How do people do that though? They're like frame by frame. I can't. I couldn't do that dedication. But anyway. Um, I think those are a couple things that like bothered me, but other than that, um, it's such a good show. I enjoy fantasy so much. I think all the actors 
whether I like the character so much doesn't isn't really important to like the fact that these actors have done so well. They fit their characters really well. They all present as the person I feel like they're trying to. I never thought like, oh yeah, this character they kind of picked the wrong actors. This doesn't feel like it. Even down to the Witchers are really good. Every Witcher they had felt like the character they were portraying because I know a little bit about like Lambert and uh, what's the ginger-haired one? Eskel? Yeah. Eskel? I think it is Eskel. I know of those two a little bit and from just what people have told me and those two actors fit very well that character. Those characters. So I was like, oh. Yeah, no, they, they seem like they would be those type of people, or that's what they would look like. So I did enjoy the acting of it and everything, but I think um, just the kind of background of it needs to be adjusted a little bit and a little more tight with their time frame. Mm-hmm. But I recommend it. I recommend. I definitely recommend this show for people who enjoy fantasy or you know who just want to take a little time out of reality once in a while. <laughs> nice. Nice. Well, those are our thoughts. On The Witcher Season 2 and a little bit of Season 1 on Netflix. Uh, let us know your thoughts. Comment down below. Have you seen the show? Uh, did you enjoy it? Did you not? What did you like about it? Who's your favorite character? Um, yeah, let us let us know all the deets. Uh, and Jerome and Alex, let us know your deets for getting in contact with you. Or you can find me at Jerome, not Jerome Rett on Instagram. Uh, you can also follow me on other Instagram pages where things might happen. Um, <laughs> uh, at RoboZoo Media and also at Jerome Thanks, the Show. Uh, that's Jerome underscore the underscore show for all my music stuff and stuff like that. Um, a lot of music stuff I'm working on, uh, both in collaboration with other people, but also just uh, my own stuff. So. Um, I got, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling like there's going to be a lot more activity going on, but we'll see. Um, yeah. And then uh, also you can follow us on all our YouTube stuff at the first ones to die on YouTube. Uh, do do that. We got all types of, uh, you said do like, yeah, you and Liz, God dang it. <laughs> um, there's uh we got all types of extra content that you can't get. Uh, just listening to the podcast on Spotify or or anything like that, you know, it's uh, we got gaming videos, uh, book reviews, mini reviews of just movies that all of us couldn't get to, um, video game stuff, vlog stuff, and of course, uh, video versions of all of our podcasts, so you can see what we all look like and whatnot. So tune into that to find all that stuff. Allie. You can find me at Alex and Nobody on uh, Instagram as well as TikTok, where I post little random videos of me and Cheddar, who's back there sleeping. Um, and then I also take care of the TikTok account for the first ones to die, where I post little parts of these, you know, podcast episodes we do that you can also again find on YouTube. And like I said, I'm currently working on my own fantasy novel, so hopefully you guys will see me, you know, publish something one day, following the footsteps of uh, Kieran and. Taylor, yeah, but we'll see. Yep, I have their book. I'm hoping to fill Same. up more with our friends' works. <laughs> um, but I yeah, know I'm gonna I'm gonna be me. first in line to buy yours. Hmm. Love the support of my friends. <laughs> um, what about you, Jonathan? Where can we find you? 
Yes, you can find me at Jonathan Keys, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you please. Um, I don't post much, but like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I post on my stories. I try to post on my stories as much as I can. Um, but uh, we are, we did. So in November, if you were following my stories, um, the uh, virtual monuments hit record live stream that was canceled because Joseph Gordon-Levitt, um, he was filming a show and it went over. Um, it was supposed to be done. But we rescheduled it and it's happening uh, next Tuesday. So February 8th, that's when the live stream is officially happening. Um, so that's going to be happening and watch out on my social media for info on that. Yeah. We'll also post the link in our own story or We'll put up in our own stories to give you guys all a reminder of that as well. And then you can follow us everywhere at the first ones to die on all our social medias. Also, you can email us at the first ones to die at gmail.com. Uh, send us an email. You know, if you have recommendations, questions, just want to chat and say hi, we're down. We check emails. Uh, and uh, also follow us on just, you know, uh, TikTok, Facebook. Instagram, uh, Instagram. There we go. Twitter. <laughs> and if you want to hear the audio version, uh, what I like to say is the superior version of this podcast, uh, you can do so on Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, all the places podcasts can be found. All right, and we'll see you next week for. What is the show called? You, I I, I, you, you just say oh, it the way we're going to type it. It's just the woman across or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the woman. Okay, wait, wait. What is it called? I need to get the name right. Okay. The woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window. We're going to review that. It's on Netflix. Go ahead and watch it. And we'll recap it next week. All right. Bye. Bye. Everybody. Bye.